0: podcast, everybody. We are here. Today is Monday, January 30, 2023. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Midpark Music Podcast. And today, my friends, we are walking with a little extra pep in our step because this is episode number 100. That's right. We are here. We've made it. Finally, Uh been talking about it for a while. It is a hell of a milestone. to we'll get to that more here in just a moment. But of course, this episode would not be possible without Wes Hoffman uh, and all of his friends uh, and everything he's got going on, of course, with 314 Punk and uh, Wes. It's a really good guy. The John J Vargo Award winner in 2022, of course, that is my father, who the Mid Park platform is named after. We'll talk all about that in the conversation. Very excited for you guys to hear this one um, and that little song there, the snippet of the song that you heard there at the beginning. Uh, that was just a, a little brief. Uh, rundown of A Second Too Soon, and so once we get uh, to uh, the conversation, we'll listen to that full song before, and then we'll listen to another one after as well, but A Second Too Soon uh, was the most recent single that was released by Wes there uh, in November, and then uh, like I said, we'll listen to another one after the conversation as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about episode 100. So it's, it, it is, it seems corny, you know, and it's it's not a, the biggest thing in the world, but it is it is cool i've been talking about it for a while you know literally like three four months uh i mean i think episode you know 65 70 i started to mention it saying boy it's right around the corner right around the corner um and then i i didn't know if i was going to get there with my last set of shows in the fall and and uh you know early winter didn't get there but that was okay you know it ended up working out perfectly here and and having a great opportunity to talk about west and talk with with west of course um you know who obviously is a, a very special award winner. You already mentioned there, so, um, man, uh, uh, I, where do I even begin? You know, with the podcast and and how, you know, far it's come. Um, you know, this started uh, very much as the midpark platform itself. You know, it as a podcast about multiple things. I used to have uh, a specific show called Midpark Memoirs. This was long. Ago. I mean, I'm talking two, three years ago before all the music stuff started, and I switched specifically to music. Um, you know, I would, I would interview different people, you know, with, with different cool stories and stuff. And, um, yeah, that was really it. That's how it started. And, um, the podcast itself started literally even before all that, because I got rejected for a job that I most definitely should not have been at least for like the next part of the interview process. Um, and this was in 2020 during COVID, um, summer 2020, i hopped on and was just people had told me i should start a podcast before and i just i was like fuck it I, you know again it's 2020 was nothing else to do uh again i didn't get the job that i was looking for i was really pissed wanted to talk about it went on had good reception for that uh, episode did a few more people liked it kept going and here we are today uh two and a half years later 100 episodes with bands musicians um, it's awesome. It is very much a testament to the midpark platform and community and of itself, um, you know, that things just continue to grow and people want to be a part of this. That's, that's the best part. And that's, what's very cool is people want to be a part of this. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not forcing anybody. I know I'm I don't have to ask anybody anymore to come on here. Believe me, you know, there, there's enough bands that ask me, um, which is very, very cool. And, and, uh, I won't go on and on. Of course, this is ultimately about Wes and, uh, and, and, Uh, everything he's got going on but had to make sure we notate that as well um and you know the thing that i say every episode and and we'll continue past uh, 100 here is uh none of this would be possible without all of you listening without people like wes without bands without all of the music scenes and uh people being enthusiastic about this and um again i know that that's kind of corny cliche whatever but it's the truest shit ever like this is a people community-driven platform um you know there's no way that this would be possible without all of that love and support and uh so yeah just got to continue to keep it going and, and very thankful that we're here at 100 can't wait to have this conversation at episode 200 who knows when that'll be maybe later this year holy shit i don't think i'm doing 100 this year but that would be a lot uh but who knows when that'll be but it is awesome um yeah, let's go ahead and get to the episode here. Like I said, I've got a lot to talk about with Wes, and make sure you check out as well uh, on midpark.com. Just actually put an article up yesterday, including 314 Punk uh, and some quotes from Wes about you know what's going on there in St. Louis and everything that he runs and um, you know what he's passionate about. That was just last night on midpark.com, so make sure you check that out. Um, and I know you know Wes has got a lot of good things coming around the corner here. Got a little uh, tour plan, a Weekender thing, I think. I got to look into that, but. Um... Uh, lots of good things that we're going to talk about here um, so again this is A Second Too Soon uh, like I said this is the most recent single that was released uh, by Wes Hoffman and Friends uh, this was released November 18th we're going to listen to this full song heading into the conversation uh, and then once we uh, get done there like I said we'll have another one at the end as well but uh, thank you as always for tuning in we'll see you after Not the conversation. A
1: minute too late Not a second too soon
0: the myth, the legend, Um, and uh, the man who, which I'm looking at his name on my beer koozie currently, uh, was the winner of the 2022 John J. Vargo Award, which to many, many people out there probably means absolutely nothing, but if I could just, uh, well, we'll talk about it later, but it's a very important thing, but ultimately, we're going to get to Wes here. Got Wes Hoffman with me from St. Louis, man. Welcome in.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. I really appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Lots of things we could talk about. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, let's talk, uh, well, where I always like to start, um, just right there in your in your scene. And I think there might not be many better people to talk to in the sense of what's going on there in St. Louis. Because uh, one of the reasons that led me to choosing you for that award was your, uh, again, is this the easiest way I can explain it to people is essentially like a mid-park for all all of st louis um you know you you lots of different stuff you book stuff i know you've got a website running you've got uh so many different contacts but everybody knows you in that area um so i guess yeah man l- let it rip you know what what's going on in st louis what's going on specifically for wes hoffman in st louis um yeah. anything
2: absolutely man yeah so uh st louis music scene man um (laughs) i would say more specifically like the st louis punk scene um punk emo ska pop punk um you know a little bit of metal hardcore hardcore um you know that's kind of what i when i started 314 punk i guess i can kind of tell you a little bit of the backstory. so in during covid um i started writing music Um, I had some stuff out already on Spotify, but it it, like was just kind of, I was just kind of having fun with it. And um, right before COVID, I like went through a separation uh, with my ex-wife of, I mean, we had been together for 12 years. So like um, I started and I started writing music during COVID and um, you know, I took a little bit of a break, but like I started writing music again and I really wanted to kind of like be more serious about this music. And we had done some out of town shows, but we had mostly played locally. And, um, you know, as I started to kind of put this music out in the beginning of 2021, I was like, I was getting things like, um, similar to what you're doing with Midpark, Like I was getting outlets like that and like unsigned pop punk and, um, like punk rock radar and, and, you know, some, some media outlets that are like kind of doing national coverage of like punk and pop punk bands. But nobody in St. Louis, I don't want to say nobody, but like not a lot of people in St. Louis knew that I was doing this. And I had, I'm almost 40. So like I had played quite a bit when I was younger. So I knew people from that too. But like, I had been pretty disconnected from the scene as a whole. And so one day I was going on, a, I'm, you know, still COVID. So I was going on this like really long walk. And I thought, you know, I wish there was something in St. Louis, like um, an outlet that I could share that I could reach out to and I could be like hey can you guys share my new single (laughs) could you share my new video you know and I looked on Instagram and there was nothing like that that I could find and um, that it that was specifically doing like pop punk emo um, hardcore that type of thing and so I was like you know I could start something like this I've done podcasting before Um, I've had I've I've actually had a podcast in some form or another since 2014. So I was like, I could do a podcast or at the very least I could just talk about bands on Instagram. And I think that would be helpful. So, um, I was like, if I'm probably wanting this and I'm a band, then other bands are probably wanting some like something like this too. So our scene here, that, that leads me back to what I was saying earlier is like our scene here has been kind of fragmented over the years. Like there's never been one unified, uh, like group or there's never been one centralized place where you could figure out like what's happening in the St. Louis punk scene. Um, mm-hmm. And the more and more, I think COVID actually helped us here in St. Louis because like after COVID, like right now I definitely feel like we're on an upswing. There's a lot of, there's um, a lot of new bands. There's a lot of bands that have been around for a while that are like playing out again. Yep. And I feel like, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I do feel like 314 Punk is helping just having that, like, constant, you know, I post about once, a, I, I post pretty much every day, even if it's just on my stories, um, you know, about a show that's happening that week or a show that's happening that day. And then, you know, I, I think that helps people because they're like, well, I can't follow, I don't want to follow every single band in the St. Louis music scene. But if I follow this 314 Punk, I can know, and this person has, you know, Wes has his finger on the pulse of what he's doing, then that's one way that I can find out what's happening here in the scene. So I think we're doing pretty well now, man. Like, um, I, I almost hope that we're not, that here in St. Louis, like, we're not a big city. We're not like a Chicago. Um, like, we're we're like Chicago's, like, little younger brother, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But we're not, like, we're not small, but we're not big. So it's like, I almost hope that we're not, uh, that there's not too much going on to, to where it's like, Oh, you know, if there's too many shows happening at once, one of them is going to suffer. Um, yeah. you know, but there is a lot happening right now and there's a lot of really good bands. And I just hope that people also like, you know, continue to come out to the shows and stuff like that. Um, cause that's really important, but, um, uh, there's a lot of good things happening here for sure. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it and I'm happy to like, share with people what's going on um and and another thing i will say is a lot of band a lot of touring bands skip st. louis um you know they either had a bad experience here or they don't know anybody here and st. louis can be one of those cities where if unless you know somebody in st. louis it's a hard place to get a show um like you know venues are constantly like you know they want to have like Local bands, sorry, I'm checking on my dog. No, you're <laughs> um, good, man. We like they wanna dogs. Have, they want to have, like, they want to have good shows, you know what I mean? So so if, if they're getting inundated with emails from bands from out of town that they don't know and they don't have the time to listen to and vet them, but they have somebody like me that's like, hey, I got this band from Cincinnati that's coming in from out of town, or I got this band from Chicago or Kansas City or Florida, um, you know, and yep. – I'll put I'll pair them up with good locals and you don't have to do the legwork, um, you know. Then that's helpful to the venue, to venue owners, you know. Um, so, I think you know you mentioned it on the like last night on the awards. I think we've probably I've I've done thirteen, maybe, maybe between thirteen and fifteen shows. I do have a partner, uh, Mike. Um, he's his name's Mike. puts on shows on uh, Instagram, and he he also helps me with uh, he books shows as well. And, um, you know, I, we co-promote them together under three, one, four punk. Um, but you know, we've brought in a lot of bands that have either said, Hey, this is our first time playing St. Louis, or we played here one time and nobody showed up. uh, So like, we almost wrote you guys off, but having that connect in the city, my, you know, that being me, like, that's like, Hey, no, don't pass this up. Like, we want you to come here. Um, one band, namely. Um, you Vandal, they're based out of Gainesville, Florida, and they're um they're they're on Jumpstart Records, and they came through and they were like, Yeah, we had a really bad experience here. We came through. There was like nobody at the show. We kind of wrote it off. We never wanted to come back to St. Louis, but one of their shows fell through and I got them a show, and there was like I, you know, we got to pay them really well. There's probably close to a hundred people there. So it was like, okay, this is they're they're like, we definitely want to come back. So I, I don't want our city to be a place where people want to s- skip over. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it, man. That's, uh, that's very insightful. Um, I can relate in a number of ways. Yeah. With mid park and um, what you said about, uh, you know, if you as a band see this as valuable, there's gotta be others. And that's kind of where everything started for me is when I first started making playlists and, tagging bands and just seeing how much they were appreciative of it i was like damn you know it, there's obviously something here and then specifically with st louis i mean i i've seen so many bands um on instagram whatever um you know f- from specifically st louis you know that that are like I said it's tough to follow all of them but um it seems like you know backing up everything you just said like things are going well there um especially right like, Uh, Again, another thing that you said is right after COVID, man, that was such a tough time. I think everybody's just hopefully, you know, at this point, ready to just be, and I think we're back to normal, you know, Um, and just, I I hope that that's part of the boom of it all, you know. Um, What about specifically for, and, I shouldn't skip over the fact that uh, I should compliment all of that, that you just said. (laughs) Um, That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. um, Absolutely. And I also want to give the people that are listening a little context. So we are having this interview here on December 12th. I think it is. Um, Looking to have the interview out about a month, mid, mid to end, middle ish of January. We'll see. Uh, But just want to give the people some context there. Of course. uh, What about specifically for Wes Hoffman and friends? Um, would love to talk about the friends specifically at one point here, but, uh, yeah, Wes Hoffman and friends, what's going on in St. Louis. I know you, again, you know, given the date of where we're at right now, can say you just played a very meaningful show on Thanksgiving. Uh, looks like you've been pretty active. Did you, I think you, you played that that show, right? Shit. I, you didn't just yeah. organize it. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Um,
0: so yeah, what's going on for you guys?
2: Yeah, man. So, so we did, we did just play, um, I it was called punk's giving and it was two words um you know because we are punks and we're giving back to our community so it was like a it was a ah. few, yeah yeah it was supposed to be two words and people it was like I we did that on the poster but people everybody puts it down as one word but yeah um, I get it I basically uh with that I really wanted to pull together um like like so my band we we don't we don't play a ton locally like we I, I really try to narrow it down to like i think we played in st louis 5 times last year you know um yep. and i think probably this year we might even do less um cuz we're just trying to have more more time on the road um and and i also am a firm believer in like sometimes with local shows like less is more um if the yep. more you face them out like the, the you know it's even as a person in a band really difficult to for me to ask all my friends to come to a show and then two weeks later ask them to come again like you know it's just people have lives and and they're not going to do it but if I only have a show once every three or four months then I don't then you know I'd I'd much rather have a big turnout and and really promote something hard and get a lot of people there and then like you know do it again three or four months later so that was kind of my plan um we hadn't played for a couple of months um, and I really wanted to have one last big hometown show for for Wes Hoffman and friends. And so we a- I asked um, a bunch of our friends that we have, a bunch of people that I, uh, one of the bands we had played with before, but a lot of the other bands we hadn't, um, the, the other two. And so I was kind of like, I always wanted to play a show with these guys. They're great bands that um, you know also promote hard And that like just they're just fun, and so we put together this awesome show called Punks Giving, and it was at Off Broadway, uh, which is more um, a venue that's more notable for having like Americana type bands, like um, Langhorne Slim is playing there tonight, and and, uh, like Kevin Morby and singer-songwriters that type of thing. But um, we packed it out, man. We probably had we had a a little over 150 people there, and you know we. Uh, uh, people donated and I mean I feel like that's a really good showing for for a hometown show you know of a, yeah. of, a band of our size um, and we had about um, you know we we had a bunch of food donations some cash donations uh, we had somebody doing a raffle there and, and you know we raised a bunch of money and a, a bunch of people that are underserved and um, you know food insecure got food uh, from that event so it was that was really fun and really cool and um, so you know, I really try to um, like with with my band. I, I mean, I, I, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Is is just shows like that, and um, we do have a show in February coming up at the Sinkhole, which is part of a four day run that we're doing uh, with Bad Planning, based out of Chicago. So. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing like Milwaukee, Chicago, in, Indianapolis, and um, St. Louis. So, And I'm really into that, man. I'm really into, like, where are the bands that are kind of in these neighboring cities, the Kansas City, Chicago, Nashville, um, and how can we partner up with them and say, hey, like, let's do a show in Chicago. Like, let's let's plan this out. Like, let's do a Chicago, a Chicago show on Friday, a St. Louis show on Sunday, and then where where can we go in between and kind of yep. partner up together? And if if it's a band like that where both of those are – you know, bad planning's touring. They're trying to go out of town. We're trying to go out of town. We're kind of trying to do the same things, and we have a similar sound um, and and similar ethos and mindset. Like then it works, you know. Yep. Um, so I'm really I'm really stoked about St. Louis next um, next year. We are gonna have a full length album out as well. Um, so the two most recent singles that we've put out have uh, have been on um are going to be on the album uh give me two seconds i'm gonna put my dog outside real quick
0: <laughs> yeah you're good man it's funny because i can't see you obviously so I, I can hear you know that there's something going on um <laughs> yeah no you're good uh i can talk in the meantime but um, up in my
2: face so yeah.
0: no you're good man um those two singles being where summer never ends which was yes. just released uh at the end of august uh, and then a second too soon. That, that was at the end of November. So as we're having this conversation, well, shoot, just two, three weeks ago. Um, so those two. And then, you know, while we're we're on the subject of your music, I know you just released uh, a whole EP back in January of 2022. And then you had a, a couple acoustic versions of those songs that were released um a little bit later then yeah of course the singles that came out so you've been busy with releasing original music as well
2: yeah oh dude i'm i'm um you know i'm a big uh i'm a big like advocate for i'm trying to think of where i want to go with what you just said like i i like to look at being in a band as more than just like playing music you know um like i'll take you know with our ep we released four of those songs as singles before we released it all as an ep you know so i'm really big on kind of like the drip marketing campaign like here's a song a few months later here's a song you know a few months later here's another song so on and so forth now here's the whole album um yep and and kind of like you know leading up to that uh and and i think like you know I, that's one aspect of like being in a band that I really enjoy is like, um, don't get me wrong, I love songwriting. I, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I enjoy really every aspect. I love performing, I love um, playing, practicing, even rehearsing and, and all that stuff, um, touring. But I really enjoy just like the idea of taking a project and trying to push it further, you know what I mean? And And the strategic, you know, you have to think strategically about like what what do I what I guess this is really where I got with my band and um how I used to be when I was younger and I was in a band was like, what do I really want to do with this project? You know, do I wanna just play local shows in St. Louis? Okay, like I can do that if if I want to. Do I want to go on short runs like with other bands and play in other cities? Like, yeah, I want to do that too. Like how am I going to go about doing that and making those things successful? And, um, you know, I think it goes back to just kind of setting your intentions on what you want to do with your, your project and your band and, and doing those things and making sure that you're like aligned in your actions of like trying to go towards those things. And it's not, I don't really think it's, it's that difficult. Like if you're intentional about, you know, and then when people reach out to me about certain opportunities, I'll kind of be like, okay, is this aligned with like what I want to do or is this not? And if it's not, it's nothing personal. If I, you know, say no, it's just that isn't like aligned with what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Um, So, so yeah, I'm, I'm really big on like, uh, I will, I go to the studio, um, I have a, I have a studio that I rent here. We, we're very blessed here in St. Louis. We have an um, awesome place called Encapsulated Studios that I've been a resident at now for seven years. And um, we, they have a recording studio, they have rehearsal spaces. I've had a rehearsal space there forever. Um, that's where I recorded all of my stuff, my EP and full length album. And, um, uh, you know, I, I go there five days a week and I just write and I write and I write and, and, um, you know, I, a lot of songs never see the light of day, <laughs> but yep. I feel like that's in in a way, you know, I I record everything on GarageBand and I feel like in a way that's just me trying to practice songwriting and become a better songwriter. You know what I mean? Um, So. Yeah. 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 Man. <laughs>
0: no, I love it, man. That's, uh, you well, got a nice. Not-
2: if I'm like, if, if, if you want to ask more questions and I'm just like rambling on
0: oh man i appreciate it i will let people ramble as much as they want because i'm the same way you know you want to you want to talk about things um that's important for people to know what's going on i mean this is about you um and it about me it's uh that's why we bring you on um who are the friends who are the friends uh wow. yeah and any other shout outs you know while we're on that so- on that dude. topic but uh yeah
2: dude i i, I love this nobody's really a- nobody's really asked me about the friends um Oh, so, wow, we got to have the friends. I'm sure they're, you know, they're, they're, you, they're, I'm
0: sure, you know, would you exist without the friends?
2: Uh, no, probably not. Um, you know, yeah. like, so, so, uh, kind of how I started this project was like, I wanted, uh, like, I knew I was going to write and record a lot of stuff and I knew that I was going to really take this seriously. And I knew that, you know, there might be times where certain people in the band like, you know, and I think bands run into this where they're like, Hey, we want to go on this tour and somebody doesn't want to go, um, you know, or somebody can't, they can't go for whatever reason. And like, if, if I still wanted to do it, I wanted to make sure that like, you know, um, maybe we would have swap people in and out, you know, and that, that type of thing if, if that, but we do have our core group of people. And so that's why it's what's Hoffman and friends is kind of what I was getting at. It's like, um, you know i'm kind of the driving force uh but i wouldn't be able to do it without these guys and they are all very good friends of mine so my best friend of 22 years plays bass um his name is jacob boyd uh and uh he he is love that uh yeah oh dude it's it's the best it's the best yeah. we can hang out we laugh so much at practices and and um on the road like he's one of my best friends and um you know, he also kind of plays this part of uh, when I'm writing stuff and I have ideas, like I send him all kinds of like Dropbox files and I'll be like, hey, what do you think of this riff? Or what do you think of this chorus? And we'll, we'll even go down into the studio together and listen to stuff. And he'll kind of give me his opinion on like, yeah, you should take, you should keep working on this one. Or he'll be like, oh, that one kind of sounds like stuff you've written before. Like, it's not, he's like, it's good, but it's not that fresh, like good sound that you're looking for. So he's definitely like, Um, one of those people that are, that he's a confidant, you know, that I really like kind of like, Hey, you know, what do you think about this stuff? And I will say, uh, he has really over the, we've all evolved as musicians and performers, but he specifically has really, uh, like come into his own on, on stage as well. Like he, people will come up to me afterwards and they'll be like, dude, your bass player was just like, you know, I I don't know if the bass players and bands like just have that notorious, like uh stereotype of oh well the bass player just stands there and kind of grooves a little bit but um, yeah he he goes buck wild man he jumps around he sings backup vocals um he kills it and um, he's really like you know gained a lot of confidence and like just really stepped into the, to his role in the band um in, on that so um and then our drummer so for the longest time we were three piece it was uh me Jacob and our drummer Hez um okay. H.E.S. And he he has been in it since the beginning as well. Um, You know, so uh, we actually started this project. He asked me if I wanted to come over to he has all this recording equipment at his house. And he asked me if I wanted to come over and write a song. And he played drums to a song that I wrote um, and we recorded it. And so I was like, well, we should play a show. And so we asked Jacob to play bass and we played a show. And, um, you know, we were just going to do one show and that was going to be it. And then. Uh, you know, of course, me and my like little bit of an addictive personality. Like I, I was like, we should do more shows, we should play more, we should t- go out of town and all that. So um it just kind of took off from there. So, um, and Hez Hez is the man. If you, if you're into tw- if Twitch is your thing, he streams on on Twitch. It's um, Twitch TV forward slash Hez Retinue. It's H E S R E T N U, um, and he he streams like three times a week. He's he's the nicest dude ever, and when we go on the road, he he brings his Nintendo Switch, and and we we have Doctor Mario tournaments until like two in the morning every night. Um, it's 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 a blast, man. Um, Love it. We, we really have the best group of dudes. And then on guitar, uh, we have Johnny Weiner, um, who's the younger guy in the group. Um, and he and I met through like a mutual friend. And when we when we when I saw Well, let me
0: hang on here, hang on, because you you've dated yourself with a few things, and I'm gonna bring them up in a minute, but what is younger to you?
2: Uh, he's 27. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yep. Um, so he, uh, you know, when I started writing like more complex stuff where I was like, okay, we need another guitarist to like, you know, handle some of these leads and stuff. Um, Johnny and I met through like a, a mutual friend, uh, that, that was, that his band was playing a show with. And, um, we just kind of hit it off. We were friends for a while and we, and we jammed a couple times and, um, then I, I was like, hey, you know, if you can if you can play some of these songs, like, you know, come practice with us and we'll see if it works. And, and it works perfectly. And, um, you know, he killed it. So, uh, you know, I kind of hinted at this earlier. Uh, we have another guitar player, too, Stephen. So, so now we're, we, we play as a five piece um, sometimes and sometimes we play it as a four piece. So Stephen kind of uh, there was a couple of touring runs that Johnny couldn't go on this last year. And so Stephen stepped in, uh, Stephen Fee, and he and I were in a band like five or six years ago, and uh, so we knew, you know, I knew that it would work out well. He's and he is like, he's a great dude. He's super positive, and he's like a pop punk guitarist. Like he's got, he's got all the pop punk hooks and riffs, and like, you know, he's just like, he's an, a great dude, and and just kills it, and has great energy, and um, you know, he's very extroverted, like me, so. <laughs> so we have we have a, a great time and then we've had a couple of different people play drums with us um matt jackson who was a, a friend of us of ours from back in the day he used to play in this band called um run kid run or sidewalk slam they were signed on uh, tooth and nail records uh he yeah. plays with us sometimes uh when hez can't make it and then we've had uh travis juck as well has like played went on tour with us before on drums and um i also got a shout out um Hez is, uh, Hez is his wife, Clue, um, uh, her, her nickname is Clue, C-L-U. C-L-U. Uh, I was gonna say,
0: hold up now, that's the wildest couple names ever. They, so, Hez is married to Clue.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Love it. So, she's <laughs> in a band called Sonic Candy, and she sings with us, um, we have a song on our EP that has, um, uh, Emily Flamidon sang on it on the, on the EP, but, when we play it live, um, Clue sings it with us. So she sang with us, I, I would wanna say she's probably been on stage with us like five times now. So she's kinda like our fifth member. Um, there's a chance that she might go on tour with us this summer and, and we she sang on the album too, the upcoming album. Uh, there's probably like two or three songs that she sang on, on the album. And dude, she she just fucking killed it, man. Like. I was, I, I sent her some notes and I was like, Hey, you know, I want some like background vocals here and I want this there. And she came into the studio and just like did so much more than I was expecting. Um, so that was really awesome. And then I want to give a shout out uh, to our friend, Jamie keys, who also played keyboard on the album. Um, she played on probably like five songs and uh, dude, it just totally filled out the sound so much. Um, uh, I'm so stoked for everybody to hear hear these these songs because uh they're just they're just amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so no I, doubt, man. Everybody I need to, needed to shout out, but um but yeah, uh, the, and and it's 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 cool because we can bring we bring people in and out and like sometimes you know like I said for the most part when we go on the road it's there's only four of us uh there's gonna be five on the bad the bad friends tour um but you know it's 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 fun, it's a blast. we can bring people in and out and and it's awesome, but we have it we we still have our core group, you know what I mean, yeah, love it um two things well th-
0: few things actually that that came off that so one, you said you're extroverted, I wrote that down um i I believe that wholeheartedly because every time I reach out to you on Instagram, you respond very quickly, and I believe it or not. I'm extremely introverted. And so like messages on Instagram and stuff, it's hard for me to keep up man. it's really hard. Um, <laughs> and now that you say that you're an extrovert, like that makes sense, man. Cause you're always right on it. Like you respond in a hurry and that makes sense. Um, so I just wanted to note that, um, one shout out or two,
2: I guess I would say that I'm curious about, uh, who's this? that is my uh well that's that's my dog (laughs) finny yeah and that is my girlfriend lisa carico love it um yeah so we we actually just moved in together we uh we have a house here in st louis Hills. um and i figured you would i was
0: i guess i should have asked for you know if you'd be willing to talk about that but i mean since it's oh. on your Instagram, it's public. I figured yeah, as oh, much. Dude, no, no.
2: <laughs> no, Yeah, we we just moved in together. We got a house and like a couple, like, yep. I guess it was maybe a month before that she adopted. So you posted about the key there. Yes, yes. So so a lot of life changes have been happening. We got a dog. We moved in together. Um, You know, we just got our Christmas tree yesterday. Um, you said she uh, adopted. Uh, his name's uh, Finney. Oh, I thought you Okay, so the dog. Yeah, the dog. The dog. I yeah. thought you're talking about a child. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah,
2: so um no, it's 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 been great. It's been really cool. I guess we've been in this house now for like 6 weeks. Um yeah, and she's super supportive of um everything that I'm doing with the band and um, you know, like uh, all that stuff and really she played a big part in helping us with um uh with the Punksgiving show. You know, she hooked us up with the nonprofit and she had been working with them and her with her work and I kind of expressed to her, Hey, I wanna do something, you know, towards the end of the year, I wanna do something that like benefits a nonprofit. And she was like, Well, I'm working with Operation Food Search, I could connect you with them and um you know, she put me in touch and I had a call with them and and um you know, she helps out at a, at a lot of our shows and does merch and uh, you know, is also super supportive in just sharing anything that I'm doing with the band as well. And um yeah, I just I really appreciate you. I love you, babe. <laughs> I love
0: you too. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. Um, yeah, man, I was you know, try to try to bring in the family, the love, man. I know it's important. All that support is very, very important. Um another thing I got here that uh I I, I said a little bit ago, you dated yourself with a few things because you said at one point you're almost 40. Uh, I know you had, you said your ex-wife for 12 years you said you had a best friend for 22 years. So you've been, you, you you've been around, you've, uh, you've been through a lot and I'm sure that probably influences your songwriting or at least why you're wanting to do music and such. But, um, I guess the reason I ultimately bring that up, um, whenever I have somebody on here that is a little older per se, I'm 30. So, um, i think it's interesting and it's it's always unique it's a unique perspective because you know i'm, I'm sure you could say the same with 314 punk and even your band itself you know 75 percent of the people that i run into or more uh are probably under the age of 23 to 25 um and then here's you know yourself and myself as well i i i definitely feel it sometimes but um I guess the question being, where does that put your perspective? Like, I, I I think it's always a little bit different, you know, when you've seen things and you've been around for a while. Um, where does that put you now?
2: Yeah, man. Um, that's a great question, and and I I kind of feel like uh, it's one of those things where. I, I did this when I was younger. I toured a little bit when I was like in my early 20s. And now that I'm older, I have I, I'm, I'm wiser. I uh, I ran my own business for five years. So I kind of understand like the nuances of, you know, being professional, how to how to kind of reach out to people, how to k- get their attention, you know, how to be how to just be professional and the nuances of relationships and then And being persistent, but not being annoying and, and, you know, uh, being that, that kind of little things, just the little things, how to, how to carry yourself, you know what I mean? Um, And, and also how to, how to talk business, you know, um, uh, that's something that the music industry is one of the most unregulated industries in the world, you know, like, yep. There's 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 a lot of times you go into a show there's no kind of contract especially at like our level we're just a small I like con- to consider us like a small regional touring band, <laughs> yep. um you know like we go into a show and they're just like yeah we can guarantee you a hundred bucks like okay well I I hope that they're being you're ra- not an asshole and you're being you know, you're being honest <laughs> you know we haven't ran into any kind you know and we're trying to be I try to be transparent with people when I reach out to venues or promoters I'm just like Hey, you know, we want this date. Do you have it available? Um, how do you do shows? Like what time is your load in? What time is showtime? What time is doors? Do you sell tickets online? Like all those details that I think maybe when I was younger, I might not have thought about to t- ask about upfront, you know, yep. um, you know, how, what's the breakdown? Oh, and then, you know, and then they go into, they'll go into, well, after sound is paid, we split, you know, 80 percent to you guys and 20 percent to the venue venue. Like, you know, and that's pretty normal of how things like pan out. So but a lo- I didn't think I, when I was younger, I was just like, I just want to play a show. I don't care. I don't I don't even care if I get paid. Well, now we're older. And, you know, even though, you know, I'm I'm older and I have a job and I make, you know, an OK living, like I still want to make some money at doing this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah and I would do it regardless, but I feel like that's a part of, of the business side of the music business that doesn't get, that talked about as much, you know what I mean? Or, or that, that now that I'm older, I just see, Hey, we should probably square this away and know what we're getting into before we do it. And, um, all that, all that jazz. So, um, I definitely feel like a little older wiser, you know, I have more resources. Now I have more people that I can have more contacts and more connections for sure. Um, you know, and, and, you know, even though, uh, like we're, we're maybe a little bit more responsible too (laughs) than I was when I was 19. So, uh, you know, I, and I would also say this, man, like my perspective also is, you know, I talked a little bit about writing that EP during COVID, like, when I sat down and, um, you know, it was like August of 2020 and I was like, OK, I'm writing these songs like if I'm going to do this, like I also feel like COVID just showed me like how all this can be taken away, you know, um, with it with just in one day it can basically be like no more shows. You know, I mean, people are still putting out music online, but it was just like shows aren't happening. People aren't going to shows. People aren't playing shows if if that's how quickly things can be taken away from us like I want to make the most of my time here I want you know I have this um you know I feel I truly feel like there is music within me that is like waiting to come out like all the time and I don't want to keep this bottled up or held inside anymore or whatever like euphemism that you want to use that that you know keep things like on like whatever Um, I want to get this out and I want to do it the way that, you know, I want to do it right. I want to, um, I want to play out of town. I want to see how far I can take this, uh, you know, and there's little goals and milestones along the way. Um, but I also just kind of felt like, Hey, I want to give this one more go, even though I'm, I'm, I'm almost 40 and like, I don't, I don't have any shame in, in, Saying how old I am, I like a lot of times I'm when, especially when we're on the road. But even in St. Louis, people are like, "Oh, well, you know, you're probably like 32, right?" And I'm like, "I'm like, thank you, <laughs> first, like, you know." But no, I'm older. And, you know, I'm I'm I am older than a lot of the people that I meet in the scene as well. But for the most part, people are like, "I think that's fucking cool that you're 40 years old and still doing this and touring and, and you know, yep. and getting out on the road and." um putting out music like i don't want to be you know i don't have any kids um you know like I, steven steven has kids and um has has a stepdaughter but like none of us you know uh all the rest of us like we don't we're not tied down you know we we can take time away to to go out of town for a weekend or four or five days so um you know as long as our girlfriends and wives are like okay with that so <laughs> love you babe. I say, is your girlfriend listening to this <laughs> you know so so we have we have the ability to do it and uh you know it it, def, it definitely is a little bit of a different perspective for sure but i'm like i love that i'm that i'm this age and i'm doing it you know what i mean um and a lot of it is yep. kind of it's stuff that i didn't get to do um you know during some of those like different periods of my life you know and i i didn't play music i didn't play music for almost 8 years um from like 2007 or 8 until like 2015, like I didn't even pick up a guitar. And so now I feel like in, in a way I'm kind of making up for lost time. You know what I mean? Yep. I sure do
0: know what you mean uh, on several fronts of what you just said. Um, Yeah, man, I think I think once you get to a certain age, or cert- oh, maybe not even like a certain number, you know, just a certain point in your life. And a lot of times that happens. I don't know maybe in your late twenties where you really start to grasp all that stuff that you were mentioning. Um, And that's again, not to like shit on anybody that's younger. If anything, it's, it's a shout out to those that are younger. I I just saw a band uh, at the show that I went to this past Friday from Cleveland, four members, oldest one, 19 youngest 16. And they've been together for years. Wow. Uh, And they were great dude. They were so good. I knew they were young, but I didn't know that they were yet that that young. Um, but I'm thinking about that, you know, later on in the night. I'm like, dude, did they, did their parents drive them here? <laughs> yeah, like, that's insane. Um, it's just a totally different angle of life. Uh, but what's great about it is everybody is here and doing the same thing for 99% of the time. The same reason is making that music, like you said, you have that just itch in you that you know you you have so much music to release and the fact that you're doing that and I I promise you I literally told my mom this this morning uh again you know as we're having this conversation the IG live just last night I said you know one of the things I really admire about Wes is he is almost 40 and is still chasing his dreams of playing music of playing in local Shows and venues, and you know, so many people like what the way I grew up, you know, in a, a Midwest sportsy jockey town. You know, you look at that and think that somebody's not doing something right, and now that I'm 30, it's totally opposite. I'm like, man, those that are 40 years old and still chasing their dreams and not letting anything inhibit them is exactly how you should be those that are 40 and sitting at home working their nine to fives you know what i'm talking about that's not how you should be <laughs> um and i mean i could go on and on but i think you've got a lot to admire about you know with not only the music itself but you know just with you and your your entire life man so you should most definitely be proud of of everything you got going on and that's exactly why you uh, were the winner of the John J. Vargo Award, which I mentioned earlier. we we'll would get back to I won't ramble on about it, but, of course, that's my father uh, that passed in 2015. That's life. It is what it is, of course, but uh, that has led me to starting the Midpark platform itself. And uh, I really just wanted to put something out that, you know, it was kind of like the MVP. Uh, we've said that a few times of the local scene and, you know, somebody who has great integrity. And I really, again, want to reiterate the others that were nominated as well. Just as you know as deserving but it ultimately yeah came down to a few different things and um yeah we it led me to to choosing you so yeah. i just scrambled on but that's that man
2: no dude and and i want to say it's it, it's a huge honor and i i kind of want to reiterate what i was saying last night on the uh instagram live is uh, i was telling my girlfriend lisa uh when we were in the car yesterday um that sometimes, you know, and going back to something I said earlier in the in the the podcast is like my band doesn't we, we don't play in St. Louis a ton, you know, uh, a few times a year. But I'm very active in the scene in booking shows and booking shows for other bands and getting local bands. And um, it's a lot of behind the scenes. It's a lot of work that I think people don't people don't realize how much work it is <laughs> you know and, and then oh I'm, my gosh and I'm, and I'm paying the bands and I'm, I'm making sure the show runs right and i'm promoting it and i'm creating facebook events and i'm you know i'm trying to get people to come out to these shows um finding local bands sometimes is really difficult you know is finding a band that's available and wants to play um so oh, fuck. i'm trying to do that in chicago right now for a certain date i just have
0: been going, I've been spinning through it, man. I've been asking so many, just nobody's available.
2: It's tough. It's tough sometimes, and um, you know, a lot of I feel like that um, you don't hear it, it's. I do it because I care about the scene, and because I really, I truly do enjoy doing it. Um, and it does help me in in ways like you know, it does. I I do see like uh, residual effects of me doing it but to have gotten some re- recognition from someone outside of St. Louis like yourself that's doing this that is seeing like hey man this this guy's working hard um to build up his scene and that this is kind of like the MVP of the awards was like uh really meant a lot to me man um so thank you again for for just recognizing that and you know the work that you do I know that you know I know you know how much goes into it so uh it it really means a lot I definitely do. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I, I like. I don't want. I
0: don't toot my own horn, man. It, you know, I do it genuinely because I fucking love it. Uh, and I, I, I don't want to have a boss anymore. At some point in my life, I want to be able to do this full time. Still trying to figure out how I can make money with doing all of this. It's coming. It is what it is. But it's not about the money. You know, it's just like, again, you know, you're you you. I'm sure are very much in the same boat, man. Like you want to do what your heart is telling you to do, Um, you know, going back to what you were saying with COVID and like you realize how quickly it can all be taken away. And I think that drove me to starting this as well. You know, I was laid off from my job during COVID and uh, everything was just like, fuck man, what I, I have so much more to give than I know I've been giving and to, you know, get to a point where, you know i just as you just said where people like yourself you know know who i am somebody the other day at the show that i was at said hey are, are you mid park and i was like what the fuck that's the coolest thing ever they thought they were they thought they were offending me by not saying my real name and i was like no you could say that every time um I, yeah i dude i get it wholeheartedly man you uh yeah you've got lots of lots of good things going on so much to be proud of um anything else man at all that you know you want to make sure you get out as far as uh the band the music st louis scene anything at all shout outs again uh before we wrap it up here the floor is yours
2: um yeah man i mean i mentioned him before uh mike puts on shows. shout out to him um for helping us with shows uh shout out to uh there is a label here in st louis the record label um they helped us put out our, our EP on cassette. Uh, we also, oh, it's called The Record Label. Yeah, it's called The Record it's a, Label. Yeah. It's a
0: label called The Record Label. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's called The Record there Label. There we go. Uh, and then um, we also partnered with a label in Canada called Wrecking Crew Records. Um, I would definitely want to give John Page a shout out uh, for that. Uh, you know, we have uh, – I do want to just remind people we have a – that tour with, uh, it's called the bad friends tour. It's Wes Hoffman and friends and bad planning. Um, Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, St. Louis. Um, if you're, if you're listening and you're in any of those show, cities, uh, please come out to the shows. Uh, it would really mean a lot to us. We'd love to meet you. Uh, you know, we'd love to see you guys there. I think, I think that that was all booked, um, with the, uh, aside from one show, I do have a manager. Um, he booked one show it is our show in Indy for us. Um, uh, but, but, uh, other than that, um, it was all booked between Alex and, uh, from bad planning and myself. And we probably talked, um, almost until up until it was completely booked. Um, I mean, now, now we text still probably almost every day a little bit. So, um, I'm really stoked about that. And then our buddies in stay, the, Course, when is that February 16th through the 19th, wait, Yeah. Come go to my Instagram. I have got the, I've got the flyer pinned uh, on my Instagram and then we have uh, another run in late March and early April. March starts March 31st with um, stay the course from Wichita and uh, my escape from Kansas city. It's going to be a three band tour, three dates, um, Kansas city, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Columbia, Missouri. So that's that's what we have going on the, the, um, the first half of the year. Um, and then we have some other things in the work, but but nothing really set in stone yet, you know, but um, just be on the lookout, follow us on Spotify. We're going to be dropping uh, at least two more singles from the upcoming album before the whole thing drops. Ooh. So it, it might not be, the album might not come out until like next fall. So we're trying to kind of stretch out, you know. Yeah, it's all uh, right. So.
0: man that's great you got a lot of things to look forward to that last one you mentioned that's really cool i you know i obviously am always you know looking for different bands and whatnot and there's bands that reach out to me that are like hey do you know bands from this city and i claim i I lay claim to the midwest quite a bit and I, i feel like i have a good idea of st louis cleveland Milwaukee, chicago but when you get out to like iowa where you said you're going um lincoln nebraska, nebraska. Yeah. yeah kansas city as well yes kansas For, city. Yep. those two man i'm like i don't know anybody from out there and i would love to so that I'm, I'm very curious to see how that'll go
2: i can rattle off uh we have friends in k in kc uh such luck okay uh they're really good they're pop punk clear v clear fight uh they're also pop punk they're really good um uh, there's a there's a cool band from uh, Lincoln that I'm hoping that we'll play with when we go there. They're called Guilt Vacation. Um, and then in Columbia, Missouri, we have friends. Uh, we're, we are playing with them, our show, um, in April. Uh, they're called Con Man Economy. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like a uh, – some of their stuff sounds kind of pop punk. They're kind of almost like a melodic, hardcore, like emo-core type band. I don't even know yeah. how to – they They scream a little bit, they sing a little bit, they're a little moshy, they're a little riffy, like uh, but they're, really, yeah, they're really good dudes, so make sure nice. to check out all those all those uh you know the all those smaller scenes, um, you know, I don't know many people in Omaha or like Des Moines or anything like that or Iowa, you know, but uh I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll yeah.
0: get out it's weird, North Dakota and South Dakota are also technically geographically considered part of the Midwest, and I don't know a fucking I, – actually, I, I, there's one, I think, from from one of those states. But how far are – or how far is KC from St. Louis?
2: Uh It's only like three and a half, maybe three hours and 45 minutes.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's essentially just like opposite ends of the state line, right? Yep, yeah,
2: yep. Yeah, we can Once. make it there. We can make it there in like three and a half hours. Um, which is actually too bad. nice because we, we can you know, we can take a half day off work there and play a show there on a Friday night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that ain't too bad, man. That's like Cleveland, Cincinnati ish yeah, a lot of different places. Kent Kansas
2: City Kansas City is a really cool city. Like uh they they kind of they compare St. Louis to an East Coast city like Boston, um mm-hmm. or but they compare Kansas city to like West coast cities. And I totally agree with that. Like Kansas city just has like this laid back vibe. Like it's a, it's a cool, it's a really cool spot, man. If you ever get a chance to go out there, um, definitely. I'm coming. I'm coming.
0: Damn it. I'll be there eventually. Um, man, that's great. Great conversation. Wes. Um, Whew, again, you know, we I think there's not even I don't even think we covered everything here. I got on my list. Uh, we'll, I'm sure you know we'll meet in person at some point and uh, we'll, we'll keep talking. And uh, man, uh, again, I've said this a few times, but just you know, you should be very proud. And I think I know you know as somebody who is again older than the average, you're older than myself, but older than the average. You know, I I, I know how much hearing that, you know gratitude it's not about that you don't do it for that um you would do it regardless of whether that came or not but to hear it and to know that you're doing things and that people are noticing and you're doing good things um is important and and i just want to reiterate again man you are doing good things and what you're doing is important not only with 314 punk not only with your band but um you've clearly got a a good personal life going on there you know, you're happy. Uh, and that's, that's, that's what matters, man. So it is,
2: uh, it's very good. Life is, uh, is very good right now. So I I told I just told my very, my, uh, I just told Lisa yesterday, I was like, I think it was yesterday or Saturday. I was like, I'm very happy with where life is at right now. <laughs> yep. And dude, and I, there's, you can
0: honestly there's say a,
2: that
0: it's a, it's a blessing for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are your age, my age that can't say that. Um, you know, for whatever reason, but we, you know, again, we'll we have another whole conversation about that, but again, uh, man, again, Wes, that is Wes Hoffman, St. Louis, Wes Hoffman and friends, three, one, four punk, lots of th- things going on. Um, again, as we were having this conversation today, December 12th and, uh, yeah, we'll have, uh, probably be out by mid January or so. Of course we'll have some songs on here, all that good stuff as well. If you have anything for Wes, reach out to me. I can uh, contact you. You know how to do all that stuff. Um again man thank you so much for giving me your time.
2: Absolutely. Thank you man and thank thank you for all the work that you do as well in in promoting uh you know the scenes and all over the place. So cool man. No doubt. And that is that my friends.
0: Another one down. 100 down. 100 episodes now down. Uh 100 conversations that you guys have had uh to just garner some perspective from and hear from. And I hope that that one itself, you know, was another really, really good one. I know that I enjoyed uh, talking with Wes and uh, I really relate to him in a lot of ways and appreciate all that he does and, and just him for being such a good, good, genuine person. And, uh, yeah that's that of course like i said wes hoffman and friends uh and wes hoffman specifically you can follow uh, on instagram spotify all that good stuff Make sure you do that that's all going to be linked in the uh, podcast description there support any way that you are able support st louis support 314 punk um again all the support that you are able to give whether it is monetary following liking a post going to shows it all means something so um, whatever you're able to do for the local music keep it going keep it rolling but um Yeah, that's that. We're going to listen to Where Summer Never Ends on the way out here. So again, uh, this is another track that was released here this year. Well, I guess last year, but uh, this past year, 2022 uh, by Wes Hoffman. That was uh, in August. So at the beginning, of course, we listened to A Second Too Soon. That was released in November and on the way out here, Where Summer Never Ends, which was released again in August of 2022. Lots of good things coming for the Midpark brand around the corner. Of course, got the collaboration album, got uh, the Midpark or got the February uh, Midpark podcast schedule coming out here shortly as well. Uh, We got, of course, the Midpark Midwest Magic Tour right around the corner starting at the end of March. That's coming. Check it out. Stay tuned. Uh, New Midpark website, February 19th. Gosh, as I'm rattling all this stuff, I got a, uh, I got a lot of stuff to do, <laughs> but that's great. I would, uh, I would have it no other way. I appreciate everybody's support. Uh, again, I know Wes often does as well, uh, and that is episode number 100. Everybody, thank you, as always, for tuning in. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Midpark Music Podcast. We will see you next time. Again, this is Where Summer it Ever Ends.